This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. Quick, songs that remind you of wind. You are the wind beneath my wings. Sarah, Sarah, storms up a ruin your eyes. Hello, I love you, won't you tell me your name? Hola, te amo, como se amas. When word association games go bad. When word association games attack. Why was I doing that? I don't know. You know, sometimes doing these random things get your brain firing, get you started for the show. So, hey, whatever, I went with it. And also, you know, it's kind of a a good theme for the show because we're just going to do a random show here. This is going to be off the cuff, off the top of my head. Whatever issues come to mind, we are going to talk about art-related, human-related. So, what's been on my mind recently? What's been happening in the art world? What's been bugging me? Um, Okay, well, one came to mind. Success. Success. What is success as an artist? I get bothered by this because people project a lot of their own kind of preconceived notions of success on you as an artist and, oh, well, you know, you're not going to be successful until you do this or most artists are not successful until they're dead. Well, first of all, let's break it down. What does success mean as an artist? Success can mean a different thing to a different artist that you ask. For example, maybe success to one artist is I'm represented by a gallery. Maybe success to another artist is I make a living with my work. Maybe success to another artist is I create work that makes me happy and that makes my family happy. Maybe success to another artist is, you know, I've matched, I've gotten very good at matching 
my idea, my preconceived idea of what this piece is going to be like, I've gotten very close to being able to actually realize that on canvas or in uh, sculpture form or whatever medium you're using. So success can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. So before we talk about success, we should talk about success having many different forms. For me, success always used to mean, well, at a, at a very young age, if I'm being really honest, it meant being famous. Uh, okay, I'm going to be a famous artist. People are going to recognize my work. It's going to be impactful. I'm going to make lots of money. Uh, then as I got a little bit older and I struggled a bit in the art world, success meant to me, I'm going to quit my job and do art full time. And, you know, as I achieved that over time, and as I've been doing this now full time for five years, uh, part time for much longer than that, as I've achieved that, success has taken on a different meaning to me. Uh, I think success, you know, as, as an artist, you can be killing it in the art world and selling a lot of work and showing your work in galleries and barely getting by monetarily. So it's different from other occupations, other crafts. Like for example, if you're a doctor and you're killing it, you're probably making millions of dollars a year. I mean, I, I know some doctors who are making over a million dollars a year and, and that's great. I mean, they definitely deserve it. They went to medical school and they have um, put in a lot of time and, and developed their skills and their knowledge base. As an artist, though, I'm not saying we save a lot of lives in the conventional way, but there are a lot of art forms that do save lives, that save people who are depressed, people who need inspiration, people who are looking for something to keep them going or adding beauty to their lives. Like We also are honing your craft and developing a craft and there's nothing wrong inherently with just the pursuit of a craft, of honing your craft and, and getting better at what you do. There's nothing wrong with that. That can be success in its own right. Like It doesn't have to be, oh, I, I have developed this craft and now I sell my work and make millions of dollars. No, just getting better at your craft, the pursuit and the devotion to getting better at that alone is admirable. So don't let anybody tell you that, oh, because you haven't achieved my form of success, my preconception of what, can, what success means as an artist, that you're not doing well. No, success can mean different things to different people. So that's one thing that was kicking around in my brain today. Another one was, well, I was interviewed this week on quarantining with the Chris's and I had a lot of fun. We had an Instagram live session uh which is how they do their podcast and then they they put it into other podcast forms but we first did the interview live on instagram and i couldn't get in <laughs> and so i kind of left them in the lurch for about 10 minutes or they were scrambling to get me in something with instagram happened but if it's still on my story on instagram check it out otherwise go to q double q w t chris's quarantining with the chris's uh at instagram to see our interview and you, you can find the one with PMS Artwork. And it was a lot of fun. I really thank those guys. They're two awesome guys. I love their podcast. It's the perfect blend of humor and uh, seriousness, which is what I kind of go for with this podcast. So we were aligned and we had a really good time. But we talked at one point about the starving artist stigma. And it got me thinking about it. And I've talked about this a lot in some form or another on the podcast about 
you know, breaking that stigma of being the starving, tortured artist. And we got some questions about, you know, is it necessary? How do you get over that? And for me, I do think a lot of art comes from or stems from like a working through process or we're looking for catharsis. You know, we're looking to get something out. We're, we're, we're looking at getting out some sort of inner trauma or demons, something that we've experienced in our own lives that just don't have an outlet. I think a lot of art stems from that. I think a lot of great art stems from that. And I know a lot of artists, both past and present, who have some, you know, issues uh, that are they're dealing with and that some great art comes out of that. And I know there's been a lot of mental illness in the arts and um, I think it's been, it's been a wonderful outlet for people to, to work through these things. It's almost uh, the best form of therapy, in my opinion. Now, I talked about, look, you don't want to continue on that way, though. Like, if you, if you can get some stuff out and work through some things with your art, you want that to have some sort of staying power also. You want it to be something that sinks in and, okay, I've got this out. Now, you know, can I get better? And that was something that happened for, for me over time. It took a long time and a lot of work outside of the art world, a lot of spiritual work, a lot of reading, a lot of self-help books, a lot of, you know, relationship and friend advice. And I got there eventually. And I was just writing this thing for Gallerima. I'm doing a little artist spotlight with them. And uh, so be on the lookout for that. But I was talking about it and I basically said that now I can revisit those dark feelings like a tourist almost like I'm, I'm a tourist, but it's better to do that as a tourist than to be a permanent resident. And I thought that that was a good way of putting it because I don't want to live in that space anymore. I think it does benefit me sometimes to create certain works or to tap into that well, to revisit those things and to put some deep, even dark work back out there. And sometimes it helps you, to kind of trigger some of those things to be able to create at your best. Not always. I, I think any emotions work well, like like happiness, joy, you know, elation, all those things are great too. Love. But if you are needing to kind of dip back into that, then better to do it as a tourist and as a permanent resident, right? So um, that's just something that I was thinking about. And it's not something to say, oh, this is an easy fix. Obviously, if you've got trauma, um, if you've got, some things that trigger you or some things you don't know how to deal with. Maybe you need to see a health professional as well, like a mental health professional, I should say. Uh, That's important. Or, you know, you can do some spirituality. You can look into meditation. You can look into self-help books. Um, If you ever want to private message me or DM me to get some of the resources that helped me, I'm always willing to pass those on to people. So that is number two. That's something else I was thinking about recently. What else we got here? Let me think here. Maybe we need a little theme song while we're waiting. Oh, it's a random show. Don't you know? It comes from your brain. You're not insane. <laughs> okay, that's not working. Um, okay, I got one. So, flow state. Uh, I was talking on Clubhouse recently with some people, and we were talking about uh, flow state. Well, I was talking about flow state. We were talking about getting over artistic blocks and, you know, whatever, any, anything that hinders your creativity. And I spoke a lot about 
basically whenever you're creating at your best or when I'm creating my best and not always, but I'm sure a lot of people will agree with me on this artists of all different types, whether you're a musician, a painter, a photographer, a singer, um, documentarian, whatever, a philosopher, even when you get into that flow state, when you achieve that flow state, it's almost like these ideas and this creation is flowing through you. You almost can't remember doing it when you're looking back at it. Like I remember some of my best paintings. I look back and I'm like, how did I create that? I don't remember it. Not almost like, oh, I'm amazed myself. But in some ways you do because you don't remember doing it. You almost couldn't replicate it if you tried because the trying hinders that ability to create on that level. I think, I think it's the same thing with the inner critic with, um, you know, the inner chatter of your, your voice in your head. I think that also hinders our flow state. So you're basically trying to achieve that flow state in the creative process. And I think anybody who's really created well can know what I'm talking about. You understand it's almost like the time or that moment when time slows down and things just kind of open up. It's this magical moment and you can almost do no wrong. Just things just start to really click into place. I know when I'm feeling that way, my body just starts to move. I just start to feel like I'm, I'm dancing and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm moving and I'm grooving. And I know a lot of people feel the same way. I know people even trigger a flow state by kind of getting into some movement, like some movement. I heard Joshua Elias, um, he's a well-known LA artist, and he came into one of our clubhouse rooms and he was talking about how he sways back and forth to kind of get into the groove. And I don't know what that does, but it maybe it's just a hack to kind of trigger that kind of a flow state for you. I know I have a lot of things like that. Music is huge for me. Uh, I know just getting movement going, getting my limbs moving, sitting down to a canvas or a surface and just starting to paint will, will trigger uh, my creativity at least. I, not necessarily like jump into a flow state, but it'll at least start getting me moving. It'll start triggering that muscle memory. And then eventually you can click into that flow state if you're, if you're doing it well. So a lot of times that's what we're trying to achieve with our creativity. We're trying to get into that state where everything just slows down. It's almost like the present moment at its finest where you're not thinking of anything. Your brain, it's the, it's the meditative state that everybody's trying to achieve in meditation where your thoughts are just gone. It's nothing. It's just, it's almost like you go to an alternate reality for a moment. So anyway, that's another thing I was thinking about. You know what? Actually, I, I've got one more that just came up in my brain. I was just, um, I get annoyed sometimes by people's behavior on social media, artist behavior on social media, and, you know, whatever, some sort of desperation or lack of reciprocation or people not being supportive. It's just one of those things where I think we all feel like we need to be cool nowadays with social media. Like we have to be like, Oh, I have to be the one who's followed by everybody, but I don't follow anybody, <laughs> you know, or like everybody likes my stuff and I don't like their stuff or, or whatever, any variation of that type of theme when it comes to social media. And the way I feel about it is look, you have to give what you want to receive. If you want support, then you got to be supportive. And I'm not saying to do this as like a hack to get more supporters or followers. I'm saying get to that genuine place where you want 
to be supportive of people. I think kind of being a dick is, uh, it's easy. It's easy to be a dick. It's easy to be a cynic. It's easy to be sarcastic. It's easy to downplay what other people are doing. It's actually much more uh, powerful and takes a lot more strength and character to be a good person and to be supportive of other people and to be positive and encouraging. I'm not saying just whatever, you know, lie to people. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying if you see something that you really like or you see somebody who's really given it their all or you see somebody that you want to support, support them, you know, pay it forward, be a good person because that's that's what we all need as artists. That's what we all need as human beings. There's a lack of that in the world. So give it, you know, don't worry about getting it. Just start giving it as much as you can. And I think you'll see that a little healthy byproduct, byproduct, healthy byproduct of that is that you will get it in return. I think that's important. I think there's a lot of people who think that it's, it's kind of weak to be a nice person. Uh, I actually think it's the opposite. I think it's too easy to be that person who's cold and it takes a lot more strength to be a supportive, nice person. So you heard it here first and uh, take and run with it if you can. So these are a few things I was thinking about, all art related, which is good. I didn't get off on too much of a tangent, but just wanted to do a little brain dump of some of my thoughts and feelings for the week. Uh, It's been a busy week. I'm sure it's a busy week for all you out there. So thanks for taking the time to listen to the podcast. Always appreciate you. I'm going to be doing another podcast interview on the Wet Stuff podcast. I'm going to be interviewed on that the next week. So I'm not sure when that's going to air, but it's been fun to do some other podcasts recently. I want to thank Quarantini with the Chris's. I want to thank the Wet Stuff podcast, Katie, for having me on there. Katie Neely. Shout out to Katie Neely. Uh, looking forward to talking to you and keep your eyes and ears out for that. Otherwise, I hope everybody's having a great week. This is Friday. Friday and uh, sending you off for the weekend, even if you're not listening to this on a Friday. I'm mentally projecting you to the weekend, wherever you are. So thanks for listening, everybody. We will talk to you soon. Or as Jack Black would say, catch you all in the flip flop laters. Quick, uh, songs that remind you of change. Ch-ch-ch-changes, time, face, ch-ch-changes. Is it time they are changing? Gonna make a change for once in my life. That's, uh, that's all I got. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time. <laughs>